Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. I hope everyone is having a wonderful week since the last episode's been out. It's been a challenging week for me, only in that the weather here in northeastern Florida has been terrible. It's been one rainstorm after another, and these it's not the rain that bothers me, it's the barometric pressure changes as each wave front goes through, as each storm front goes through. Wow, that has been just something else to deal with. But on a happy note, I want to welcome the 112th country that somebody's downloaded episodes of the Exospondyl Arthritis podcast from. And that country is the French Polynesia. So welcome. That is on my bucket list of places that it's a dream to go to. I knocked off heading to Africa, so now Hawaii, French Polynesia, something like that is my number one destination on my bucket list of places to see, tied with Australia. One of those two is going to be that next location that I want to travel to. So with that, I wanted to get a little reflective in this week's episode and do something. You know, I I passed earlier uh, a couple months ago, I passed my 37th anniversary since diagnosis with ankylosing spondylitis. It's probably been over 40 years since it started, but it's been 37 years since I officially got my diagnosis. I started thinking, does that make me an expert in this disease? No, not even close. What I've learned is there's so much that I don't know about this disease and what we don't know as a community because there just isn't the information. Everything is anecdotal in many cases. There's no hard concrete studies about food and does it affect AS or not. There's anecdotal studies. There's some smaller short-term studies, but there's no big, long, comprehensive studies on does food affect us. There's also no big other studies on a number of different topics that all play in. And that's really what makes it so difficult. We look back on everything and say, you know, does this affect you? Does this affect you? Does this affect you? Well, it might affect me and it might not affect you, but we both have the same diagnosis. So does that mean that one of us is right and one of us is wrong? I don't know. That's what makes it so darn confusing. And I hope, you know, by the time I exit this life, sometime hopefully way, way in the future, that there's a lot more research, there's a lot more money put towards this. Lord knows the amount of money being paid out to drug companies for biologics should show that there is a need for expanded research in this condition, in this disease, however you want to term it, that can help all of us, that can help future generations. It might not help somebody like myself who's, you know, approached the burnout stage of this disease, so to speak, where it's no longer as active as it was when I was younger, but it certainly can help those future generations from having to endure things like what we all endured. So I started thinking, 37 years is a long time. You know, when I first was diagnosed, I was kind of given a pat on the back and said, good luck, there's really nothing we can do. Try this, you know, it was basically a heavy-duty 
NZ. It was really all they had to give me. That was 1984. There wasn't really a lot of options. And even joint replacement things, which would affect me later on, were somewhat in their infancies as far as standardization. They had been being done for a while, but it wasn't this process like it is today that's been refined over these last four decades. So I started thinking, and you know, I can remember taking the NSAIDs. I can remember even being given some muscle relaxers because my pain was so bad as a kid that it would literally take me 30 minutes to get out of bed in the morning. I would have to roll and slowly scoot on some days and then fall off the bed and try to stand up that way. It wasn't every day, but it was enough days that I remember them. And, you know, there was really nothing that could be done. And it progressed that way. I was living in the Thumb of Michigan, which is a wet, humid, damp area. Again, not a good area to be for somebody with AS. At least it wasn't good for me. Some people do okay. I, I finally met some people up in that area that do have axial spinal arthritis, and they've done okay. They don't like it. They look forward to leaving and going on vacation to other types of uh, climates, but they, they've managed to do okay. So it's possible to thrive wherever you're at to a certain degree. But I started thinking and I said, you know, as I approached this disease and, and moved along, by the time I was 21, I had my first hip replacement on my left side. At age 23, I had a hip replacement on my right side. Knock on wood, that hip is still in me and going strong. The left hip has been done two more times since that, so... It's been quite an ordeal. I now am 51 years old. I, I have gone through the disability process. I was on disability for three years, and I've decided to re-enter the workforce. I don't know if that was a smart decision or not, but it's one I have to live with now, and I'll make the best out of it and, and do as best I can do for the employer that I have. So it's been really an interesting journey that I've had do I want this? No. Do any of us want this? No. Would I change anything? Probably. I'd probably have exercised more. I would have taken up yoga as a young man had I known then what I know now. I would have really watched my weight much closer than I did because now that I'm on a cane and or using crutches depending on the time of the day, it's really, uh, really a challenge. It's really... Uh, a hard thing to try and lose weight, but seems extremely easy to put it on. So, you know, where do we go from here? Well, we can only hope that as we advance forward and the world starts to start again after all this crazy COVID stuff comes to an end, that the money is seen to be there for researching our disease. I'm fused. My spine is completely fused. My SI joints are fused. My hips have been replaced. Uh, my knees have done okay. I've, I'm lucky that my knees have done okay. Uh, my left leg has been the nerves in it damaged, so I have a drop foot and I wear a big brace. Uh, so I walk hunched over the typical, you know, looking down at the ground AS walk. And my neck is in the process of fusing right now. So it's really, you know, you look at all that and say, geez, you know, can I catch a break somewhere? But I don't want to, and I don't want to minimize my condition. But I always have to look at it for me that there's others that are worse off than me. 
That doesn't mean, again, that mine or anybody listening to this, that your condition is minimized. I just, for me, I have to look at that and say, how can I get up every day and do the best that I can do? I don't have a partner. Um, I'd love to find a woman that would uh, be accepting of the AS and be accepting of you know, a, w- my condition, what I can do and what I can't do. When you look at some of these dating sites, every woman wants this man that's, you know, can go running with her, exercising, kayaking. And I'm looking at, man, I really can't do any of that. So it's going to take a, a special person that understands what my limitations are, but also understands what I do bring to the table, which is a lot of good things, I think, or so I think. Um, so, you know, it, it's just been after I passed this anniversary of 37 years, and return back to work, it's been real reflective for me on where I'm at. You know, I didn't see myself like this at 50 years old, basically starting over. And it's not where I would want any of you at either. And I know this is kind of maybe a depressing or down episode. I just wanted to get this stuff off my chest. I originally started this podcast as how this was affecting me. And hopefully you could see yourself in things that I dealt with. And I've kind of veered off that because I want to bring everybody's story. I want to get a lot of people's input, feedback, and make this a show where I am inclusive for everybody. But I really, at the same time, want to occasionally get on here and and just talk about what's affecting me. And so these rainy, dreary days that I've been living in for the last few months have had me quite reflective and wondering, where's everything going to go from here? What's next for me? You know, I know as many of our doctors have told all of us listening, you got to lose weight. I understand that. That's a challenge of mine that I deal with. So I'm hoping that as move into a new life and work, you know, post-COVID, I'll be attending work back in an office starting on July 19th. I'll go in for one week out of every month for the next three months to see how it goes. So I'm excited about that. I want to see people. Um, Whether you believe in the vaccine or not, I really don't care. That's your choice, your opinion. That's fine. I got it because it was available to me. I'm fine with that. If you choose not to, I'm fine with that too. That's entirely up to you. So, uh, you know, that's of, of no real relevance. But it is exciting to be able to return to the office, to see people, to interact with people. You know, this has been uh, going on disability and then then working from home. It's, It's been four years for me of not really seeing many people. And I like people. I like interacting with people. So this is going to be a big change for me. And I hope to document this with everyone listening. It's been fantastic to share all this with you, to share my ups and my downs and where I go from there and where this show goes from there. So with that, again, I want to thank the listener from French Polynesia, and I want to thank the listeners from everywhere else. You know, it's been amazing. 112 countries, 112 places, other people with AS have at least accessed this show listen maybe only once, but that's great. So please, if you haven't listened to past episodes, 
go download them. I want to see these numbers explode. And right now, I'm averaging a, every listener has downloaded and listened to maybe three, four episodes. There's 100 plus episodes out there. I really need y'all to download those, push these numbers way up, and help this show get to be noticed. And that only happens if you go out and access and download the shows. Those numbers are so important. And I don't try to ask for a ton, but that's something I really need from everybody. I need to see the numbers just shoot way up. And, well, it's been amazing. And this show has had, oh, geez, over, I think it's been 60, just across 60,000 downloads in total, which is amazing. But for 112 countries, for all you listeners, we should really be three times that. So I need everybody, please, go access the past shows. Download them. Turn on the follow buttons on the browsers you use to listen to podcasts. Have the automatic downloads. And let's ramp this up. I need your help. I need those numbers to bounce really high. So with that, y'all are the best. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week. And I can't wait to hear from you. Please go to spondypodcast.com. Check out the websites, download more episodes, and let's see those numbers just shoot up. I really need that help. I, I can't explain how much I need to see these numbers just ramp up. So thank you. Have a wonderful week and take care.